If you're like a lot of people, you may be under the misconception that you have to make a choice between doing what you really love or making money. But that doesn't have to be the case, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about finding that sweet spot between your purpose and prosperity, between doing the things that you love to do and earning a living. I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Joel Solomon. He is a finance, mindful money expert, and master prosperity coach who helps others overcome obstacles standing in the way of their financial freedom. He's an award-winning speaker, a workshop facilitator, a frequent TV and podcast guest. He's the author of multiple books, and his newest book, Purpose and Prosperity, will be out sometime this fall. Joel, welcome to the show. Lorraine, thanks so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm really honored to be here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this conversation because I know I walked away from a lucrative gig that I hated to do what I loved. And it was a little painful, but I know it can be done. But why do you think so many people believe they can't. They can't do their purpose and actually make money doing it. I think it's a really great question. And I know that a lot of people have a, what I call limiting beliefs, right? I, I don't think there are anything such as truths. There are beliefs, limiting and empowering beliefs. And, you know, a truth may be, look, there's a law of gravity and you walk off a building, you're going to fall. But there's not a lot of truths out there. And so what's your belief that you can do what you love and make money doing it? Now, there's this this term starving artists, right? Like, oh, but there are artists making a lot of money. But there's this perception that if you become an artist, you can't make a lot of money. So um, I can't go into that. I'll go work for a company. Maybe I'll do some artwork on the side, but I can't really pursue that as a career because I'll never be able to pay my bills. And I want people to know that they can live their dream and pay their bills. So I'm with you. I love that idea. Where do I start? How do I change? Maybe change, Maybe it is starting with those beliefs. How do I change some of my limiting beliefs and transform them into empowering beliefs? Well, it's, it's flipping them. That's the first step, right? If you, if you say, if you're saying to yourself, and, and we have 50 to 75,000 thoughts every day, most of them are negative. Even the most positive people I know, it's probably 50-50. So flip those beliefs. If, if you say, I can't do that, why not say, I can do that? Instead of saying, oh, that's really difficult, maybe every day things are getting easier and easier for me. Mm-hmm. I can eventually do what I love and make money doing it. And, and there's ways to say affirmations. I teach specific ways to say affirmations because a lot of people don't know, they don't know the specific ways that affirmations can help them. And mm-hmm. the first 
way to use affirmations is to say them out loud with emotion. Don't say them in your head, but say them out loud with emotion and use the, use your own name and use I am. So I am, I, Joel Solomon, am a prosperity coach. Mm -hmm. I, Joel Solomon, help others become financially free. Right. And, and the other important thing in affirmations is to say them in the past or present tense, not future. Because every time you say them, if you say it in the future, it's never here. Right. It's always in the future. It's never happened. So I am or I, you know, I, I have done or, you know, those kinds of words. So it's really affirmations are important. And that's the first step. I love that suggestion because I actually do write affirmations and I get tripped up by writing them as if they are future. I will do this today. I will rather than I'm already doing it, treating it as if it's a reality. So that's the first step is the affirmations. The second step is baby steps. So it doesn't mean, okay, you're an artist and you're working in a corporate job, quit your job tomorrow and, 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 and just jump in. Now I did do that as a prosperity coach. I was a hedge fund manager. I walked into my office and literally sent an email to my investors telling them I was shutting down my fund. I was giving them their money back because I found my true purpose. I'm not suggesting you have to do that. You can take a baby step by, spending an hour, wake up an hour early or go to sleep an hour later and spend an hour doing what you love and make it start with the side kick, the side habit, and then see if you can actually make some money doing that on the side and, and slowly transition. I, when I started prosperity coaching, I was doing it full time and I was I was barely making any money. And the smarter thing would have been to continue on the hedge fund and do it on the side for some months, see how I could learn and grow and make money doing that as well. So there's a lot of companies out there, as long as you're not you know, in conflict with what you're doing in your day job, it's fine if you, you know, wake up a little early, even at lunchtime and do what you love and, and start it that way. That's great advice because it also feeds your soul. If this is something you truly love, having time to do that is going to really make you feel better about everything that you're doing throughout your day because you're carving out that time for for your passion projects. Absolutely. And look, I know a lot of people and we we saw the the great resignation the last 18 months, right? A lot of people are not doing what they love and they're doing what they dislike. And I spent most of my career doing what I disliked. I'll admit it. And it, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel happy. And, and in my second book, the nine money rules millionaires use rule number four is can happiness buy you money? I will truly, I truly believe that happiness can not can money buy you happiness. Can happiness buy you money? If you're happy 24 seven, you're going to be prosperous and abundant. So doing what you don't like or doing what you hate is not serving you. So slowly taking baby steps away from that. And I know a lot of people are doing that, wanted to become entrepreneurs these days. And I, I fully support that. You don't have to take the leap. 
take baby steps towards your goals. Well, and I also think that not everybody is cut out to be a business owner. That doesn't mean you can't live your passion. There are a lot of people that can live their passion inside larger organizations. You may just have to look a little harder to find that. I mean, for you and I, happiness and, and being entrepreneurs came hand in hand. Absolutely. I completely agree with that, Lorraine. It's you don't have you you could be in a corporate job and just move to an area where you're you're living your passion as opposed to doing what you don't like to do. Absolutely. So as you're trying to make this change and you've decided that yes, you are an entrepreneur, you do want to own a business. There's a numbers side to the business. Why is it important to know those numbers? Well, I actually talk about this as well in book number two, The Nine Money Rules. It's important to know where your cash is going because if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Mm -hmm. So it's important to know the numbers and to know, like I've had people come to me and say, I want to start this business. And I say, well, do you know how much money you can make a month or a year? no, no, this is my passion. I have to do this. And I said, great, let's go through the numbers because if you're making a thousand dollars a month doing your passion and that's like the upside, you're going to be starving. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, let's figure out what the numbers say and plan a strategy around that and know that if it's $10,000 a month, yes, this is a start of a real business. And if you know you're selling toys online and your margin is barely anything and the best you can do is a thousand well maybe there's something else that that some other strategy or or way we can do this so that you can do what you love and make money absolutely and i think i think that money conversation is really important and i don't think that it is somehow in conflict it's really just look if you only paint blue boxes and you love blue boxes, you're not going to make enough money. But if you paint blue boxes and you're okay also painting purple ones, now you got a business. Correct. And and to me, business is all about leverage. How mm-hmm. can you leverage either money or resources? So I have a membership called the Money Miracles membership where I'm teaching I've recorded videos and I go online twice a month and I answer questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm leveraging myself by teaching a large number of people all at once. Now you could also have people work for you and that's what corporations are. You have mm-hmm. people work for you and you charge the same amount you are charging and pay them half mm-hmm. or less what you're charging and you make the spread between what you charge your client and what they get paid and what you get paid. Great tips. Joel, this has been wonderful. Thank you for being a part of the show. Oh, my pleasure, Lorraine. It's been great. I'm going to encourage anyone who's listening, if you're interested in learning more about how to create a business around your purpose or learn more about money management, definitely check out Joel's website. It's S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com. That's actually going to be a link in the show notes. I hope that you'll check it out. Thanks again, Joel. 
Thanks, Lorraine. Thanks so much for having me. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.